Hello and welcome to Let Me Finish. I'm your host, Kevin Caravaggio, and I'm joined by co-host... Daniel. Hello. Today we're going to talk about some current events. We're going to talk about coronavirus, which is currently spreading throughout China and causing a mass panic. But is it? And we're going to talk about the Grammy Awards because um, they happened, I guess. They happened. I actually uh, was not aware of them until after they'd already taken place. But I'm also generally out of the loop on these things. You're also, yeah, you probably did I didn't watch it. So for this time, for the first time, we could both say we didn't watch it. We did not watch together. it together. Instead of just you didn't watch it. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the loop, man. I'm in the loop. I can't help it, but I am. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm in the loop a little bit. Well, because I actually did. Uh, you can't be in the loop a little bit. That's the I point guess that's of the kind loop. of the thing, huh? Well, I don't know. That's the whole point of the loop. I, uh, no, sometimes my producer, she'll keep me up to date on certain things. Oh, true, true. very excited that Billie Eilish won album of the year. Oh my God. My producer, my producer loves Billie Eilish and it drives me crazy. It just drives me crazy. And we have this Alexa, so you can just be like, Alexa, play Billie Uh Eilish. It's so irritating. It's that or John Mayer. Even John Mayer's. Yeah, John except John Mayer. I don't know. I feel like it's just. I don't know. I I, I don't think she's. I don't know. I was never like. I was always just heard her stuff, and I was like, okay, I don't really care to listen to that okay. ever again. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's funny is like when I first heard her songs, it was definitely on like a pop radio station, and then. It was probably Bad Guy or something like yeah. that. And and then it was just in between those other songs. Like, I don't even know what artists are named nowadays. They all sound exactly the same. And it's just one of those songs that sounds like every other song on the radio. Yeah. Like, it's just like the same, like, synthetic drum loop and, and I, yeah, some sound that's effects. That's the thing that I, just, I don't really care, care for about. I mean, and it's fine. Like, the, I'm not saying that, like, there can't be music like that, whatever. It's just not my thing. But, like album of the year to someone like basically what she does is she just has like a really empty uninspired synthetic drum loop and then she just yes. kind of like and she just kind of half 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 talk half sings over it but she doesn't half whispers but yeah that's the thing but it's not like she's like rapping it's not like she's singing she's just lazily she's like lazily singing and it just feels like okay wait alright what are you really doing here we're gonna make a Billie Eilish song. So first, we just need a drum loop. So like, that's probably too upbeat. That's probably just a upbeat. So I'm just Might gonna do this and I'm gonna whisper. Too, I want to simplify that. <laughs> you just have to whisper. And then you just whisper. <laughs> you have to whisper. You just start whispering uh, words. I'll, I'll I keep like the drum. doing weird things, and I'm a weird person, uh, and I I don't self-deprecation. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Now we came out with that BBC intro and I thought this was gonna be some kind of like refined episode. I'm I'm slapping my (laughs) nightstand to make a beat. (laughs) Not even a beat. (laughs) That was a Billy Eilish song. song. 
when you hear it in post, it'll probably actually sound like a Billy Eilish song. Probably, really. It's just... It's just... It's just whispering in microphone to beat that's kind of catchy. And then, you know, that's like the whole song. And then she has like little annoying sound effects. And every song, yeah. every song of hers. And so I heard a whole bunch of songs from like the Alexa or whatever, just on shuffle. And I was like, these are all the yeah. same songs. It's, it's just the same one note. Yeah, it's, it's just essentially all the same. And like I said, it's, it's just not that inspired. It's not that unique. It's not that special. Yeah, I don't know. I, it popped on my radar because on Twitter someone was like, which is a good thing for our Twitter segment that we sometimes do, but it just popped on my Twitter. Someone said like, oh, this person is like the alternative artist of the year or something, but also this is just a pop star. This isn't like yeah. an alternative artist. And I was like, that's so true. Like, why would you even think this is this? She just sounds like every other pop. Like everyone in pop is doing this really annoying electronica thing. Um, I was listening to this like uh, – there's this guy who was like a sound engineer, and for some reason I was listening to the like the radio, you know, like the real radio, the one that has like FM and AM and stuff. God, they still make that? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I was driving back from Canada and my phone was dead, so I was like, good. The radio, no, I used to I listen to it every day on the on the way to work in my old car. Yeah. Yeah, I just listened so to. They like have talk good stations there. The yeah, yeah, talk radio in the morning is good. Yeah. I, I I don't mind it. I like it. I don't know what I was. I have no idea what I was listening to because it was like middle of the night, like driving back from Canada and it was a Canadian radio station, I think. Mm. Um, but this person was a sound engineer and he was talking about working on different tracks and it, they talked about some, like they were playing like the Broken Bells or like uh, Modest mm. Mouse or something. Um, but anyways, so this guy was talking about how he would tune and he said everyone nowadays does all this auto-tuning not like the meme auto-tuning, but like they actually like take the person as they're singing and they can figure out what note they're supposed to be hitting and just adjust yeah. it to all the right notes. And he said uh, he was working with whenever he works with artists, what he would do is he would not make them hit the note exactly. He would clean up their their you know sound. He'd make their pitch like right and stuff, but he wouldn't get them exactly to like. You know, if they were really far out of range, he would bring them. But you'd always say, like, if they're within, like, some, I, if, I forget what he said, but, like, half of a note within, if you're, like, a, like a little flat or a little sharp, that's okay. He said that's what it's supposed to sound yeah. like that. It shouldn't sound too perfect. <clears throat> he said if you listen to pop music, everything is too um, glittery and too, like, streamlined and everything is really it really fixed. gives and us some so character. True. Yeah, music doesn't even sound good anymore. It just sounds like a bunch of noise that's just put through like some, you know, just put through like an electronic filter or something. It comes out like it's just a bunch of notes and stuff. It's so crappy. Yeah. That's what Billie Eilish is to me. She's just like the death of like good music. It's just you just whisper on a microphone and have a bunch yeah. of loops and stuff that and we were like, oh, she's so young. And I'm like, yeah, you could be like 16 and make oh, we beats were, on, you know, garage We were over there on your little uh, <laughs> keyboard just making little beats and whatever, just recording it into your little laptop and stuff when we were yeah. in, in high school. And we were probably, yeah, but yeah. I, mean, we were, it, I mean, it wasn't good. We're ahead of our time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's worth a Grammy now. You just make some noise and then whisper in a microphone and it's like. Okay. Well, I guess that's the I thing, know. though, is that I, I guess I was, 
you know, there was, like, a lot of things that, like, happened at these, like, awards and stuff that everyone was all, like, talking about. And that was something that my producer kept talking about, all the rewards. Because there are a lot of awards that were happening recently. And I was like, you know, I mean, yeah. it, the award shows, like, at least the ones that are, like, here in America, I just don't really bother to pay attention to because it's just all, it's not, it has nothing to do with art or creating something meaningful because it's basically just the embodiment of corporate America and how it's just corporatized. It's, like it's just marketing. It's just corporatized the entire music industry. So it's like, you know, like the, the Grammys, the Emmys, the Oscars, they, they're not rewarding artists. They're just, you know, it's just, it's just like a accolade that they get from a multi-billion yeah. company. And then it's mostly given to just other multi-billion companies. You know, it's just, isn't really, it doesn't mean anything. It's, you know. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the the people at the Grammys especially are just like, what do we think people listen to right now? And they, they do this all this planning on whiteboards, and they're in this room, and it's this room of you know people, and they try to figure out what artists they give it to will get the most views, you know, and satisfy the most fans, yeah. and get people to you know engage in retweet stuff and it's like, yeah and i think that so they just go for whoever's popular like in the last two or three weeks exactly you know? and it's, it's always and that's it. the thing is that it's like it doesn't really matter who's who actually released the best album of the year this or that or whatever no it's not it's just about who releases the album that you can sell best in the year you know, that, you, that you can that sell, you can sell and, on an award you know, and turn into some, some make make a lot of marketing you know schemes off of you know it's not yeah and Billie Eilish is a marketing scheme her music sucks and I'm sorry <laughs> that hurts someone's feelings but her music sucks it's not talented it's just a bunch of noise and it's probably a whole team of people who just write all this crap and then she just takes some you know mumble rap on top yeah. of it like it's like it's like saying like this I don't know I guess I shouldn't go too hard on it but at the same time like yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. It's unimaginative. Yeah, I guess that's and yeah. it's it's just it feels yeah. uninspired. It doesn't feel any. It just feels special. corporate for real. It just feels like a bunch exactly. of shit that just came off of a computer. It's like a brewer in like and a then, lab or something to just exactly be the perfect and then that's what I'm trying to say. To like sell to the people. Our whole like persona thing, like the this person, it's like oh. Uh, what do what? How do you make a popular artist? Well, find someone super young who's like way too young. Give them a bunch of awards so you can say like, "Wow, they're the youngest person to win this award" or whatever. And then you know, just have a bunch of song that's really the same song over and over again that's really good on radio yeah. and nowhere else. Well, because and you know, yeah. Well, and it's like if you think about it, you know, people. That's why like all of her music sounds the same too. One of the reasons is that it's like people, people will hear her one song, whatever. And they'll just, and they'll just be like, Oh, I just, I just want to hear that again. So they're like, Whoa, here's another song. It just sounds and all the same. Of her songs are the same thing. So it's like, yeah. congratulations. You can listen to a whole album of the same song. Uh, you know, I, I feel, I feel weird because I feel like I'm uninformed. Like I don't understand Billie Eilish. Maybe, maybe like people who, who, who listen to Billie Eilish, actually they know something and they understand it and they just, they get it, man. But I don't know. On the other hand, I feel like I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I don't know. Like <laughs> get that shit away from just, me. Yeah, no, it really <laughs> just, it sounds, you could show me any Billie Eilish song and I'd be like, and it would not have any kind of... I wouldn't be able to identify what song it was. I may not even be able to identify that it's Billie Eilish. 
and I just yeah. wouldn't really and I and did nothing about it nothing about her music really pulls me in deep enough to actually really have the desire to differentiate it from anything else you know I'm just like I don't really feel like I want to be like if I hear the song it's not like I'm like oh who is this I hear that song and I'm like it's just music it's background music it's yeah. just noise don't really care but they Here's a weird thing, though. So, right now, one of my favorite artists, which is going to sound kind of weird after that, but one of my favorite artists right now is actually Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. I, if you hear his new... He's actually, like, really good. It's surprising. I, I don't know. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't kept up with any of his stuff, but I believe it. I mean, uh, there... There was an article about this, and so like so I forget what maybe it was Rolling Stone or New York Times or something, but so they they went to they had someone who was like journalist or something was at his concert, and then they wrote some uh, some long way too long piece on it saying like oh Harry Styles is a classic rock artist he's not a pop star. And then they, they, they were going through his discography of, like, his latest album and saying, like, these are all just, like, classic rock songs. These aren't, like... And then I was like, okay, so I listened to a bunch of songs on his new album. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this actually sounds more like what you would have heard, like, back on, like, a cool radio station in, like, the 2008 or something. Yeah. It doesn't sound like all this crappy, like, disco and stuff. Everything is more real in the album. I was like... This actually sounds like music how it used yeah. to be before it got ruined. Yeah. So I actually super like Harry Styles now. I believe And I can't stand Billie Eilish. Well, I think it's hard because circle. it's like, I'm not trying to like even, I'm not trying to even like say like, I think Billie Eilish is ultimately, she's just a kid who, you know, whatever. I mean, she's going to accept all the awards and stuff and she's going to listen to her marketing team and stuff. So she's going to do what she does, you know, but I think that there's, you know, there's a lot of kids. It's like, you know, Harry Styles was just a kid when he was in um, uh, One Direction, you know? So it's like, yeah. I think, you know, they're going to do, you know, kind of what they're told to, what they're told makes them successful because they're, they're just kids. They don't know any better, you know? They're not going to kind of branch out and explore, you know? But that doesn't mean that they can't later on in their career. That's So I, yeah. I believe that that, I believe he can be. No, I, I super like Harry Styles. I feel like, you know, he's got really good music. He he was in a couple movies or something. He was pretty good in them too. And I was like, this is someone who's actually like super talented. Like this is someone who's like a Elvis Presley kind of, you know, person. But <laughs> at the same time, um, man, someone the other day was telling me that uh, it's always something really controversial about. You know, how we have, like, certain celebrities. Oh, okay, well, we got to say this. We actually forgot to mention this in the pre-show. Um, there's a thing that happened this weekend to a certain famous person. You're talking about the basketball player? Yes. 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 Did you, how did you find out about that? Uh, I got up to make breakfast, I think, uh, the morning it happened. And, uh, did it happen in the morning? I didn't even know. It did happen in the morning. It was early morning, though. It was real early morning. I found out about wow. it, um, like, a while after. I think I was, like, pretty early on as far as, like, the news coming out. Um, but it was a while after, yeah. It was, uh, I got up to make breakfast. 
Um, and then, yeah, my producer was like, oh my goodness. Uh, and she read, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. I was in Canada and I pulled open my phone and then I looked. Um, I was so busy when I was in Canada. but So it was like three or four. And I opened Twitter and I saw Kobe Bryant was trending. And I was like, oh, what did he do? Um, probably some some goofy TV show or something, and then yeah, I, you know, like I open all the thing. Basketball stars do yeah. after, after they retire, right? Yeah, and and I think Shaq was actually trending too at the time, so I just thought it was something else, and then uh, I clicked on it, and they're like, oh, like this thing happened. So Kobe Bryant died in a really tragic helicopter crash, I guess. And this is bad weather, people are saying. And um, there was other children. Uh, there was his his daughter and some of other children. I think were on the helicopter, and their parents and like uh, I don't know how many people died actually because the number changed. When I looked at it, it said five it was people, and then later like it said nine, seven or eight or nine. And then it came down something. to yeah. Then it came down to seven. So I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I I mean I. When I went out that uh, that evening as well, I was out, um, or no, I think it was actually the next evening I went out, and it was still all over the news and everything. Uh, so yeah, it was. That's pretty much. That's most of the extent of what I know about it. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a tragedy. Very tragic. Yeah. yeah. Really couldn't believe it happened. Honestly, I I did not even. I came out of that like. Once I was like, you know, I was at a cafe or something because I was stopped and then I went back to meet my friends who I was traveling with and I was like, yeah, I didn't even say anything about it. I didn't want to tell yeah. them. I was like, this is just so like, it's, it's very surreal because I remember like, I remember when I was younger, everyone was really into like Portland Trailblazers and stuff and you would hear about Kobe Bryant and I can't even remember if he was still active when I was a kid, but I used to hear about him all the time. I think. Maybe when I was like younger, he was still active, um, but yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was like a name you haven't heard in such a long time, and you're like, "What? Such a bizarre thing. Very tragic." Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, yeah, no. When I, when I first heard it, I I assumed that it was like, I was like, oh, this because it was from TMZ too. I was like, oh, it's. I was like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, it's probably just whatever, like, tabloid thing or something. But then I started rolling in on the other news uh, outlets, and I was like, oh, wow. It seems like it's real. Because I was first I was like, ah, no way. I was like, no way. Brian can't be dead. That's ridiculous. So the other thing they say is that TMZ broke the news before the family actually knew about it from the authorities. So it was a bad look. But, yeah, they're saying that TMZ found out and immediately released it. And then people who were, like, like the family of Kobe Bryant, they were just, like, hearing about this from, like, the media. That's awful, dude. Before they actually... That's yeah. Horrible. It's pretty That's awful. That's literally the worst yes. way that you could ever hear any kind of news about your family. Fries from, yeah. like, a news outlet. Especially something like... Just TMZ. Like TMZ. That's horrible, man. Yeah. And they're still trying to get the remains and, like, clean up the scene and stuff, but the, they've had a hard time getting out. The authorities can't, like, reach it because it's kind of in a like, obscure uh, area. They have to get, like, off-roaders to get to the wreckage, and then 
the, they say the wreckage covers a whole football field. Yeah. And um, did they say that at the end of uh, the report, which is this is um, I don't know. It's kind of I would say it's funny or passive aggressive, but one of the people, one of the authorities or spokespeople for the authority said that um, they're having a hard time clearing the wreckage, especially because the traffic is so bad in in the Southern California or mm. wherever it happened. <laughs> and then the guys like complaining about the traffic, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I just uh, uh, wasn't for all this traffic. We could. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it was. It looks like they did recover uh, some remains yesterday. Uh, Kobe Bryant. I'm not sure who else, but yeah, it looked like apparently, yeah, the the helicopter didn't have some kind of uh, terrain awareness warning system. So I'm assuming mm. it's probably something where it was bad visibility, and it crashed into a. A hill or something, you know, like a. Wow. I mean, yeah. If you if you've never been in Southern California, it's literally just endless hills up and down. Um, some of them go surprisingly high. So it's if you if you have you know and there's and the a lot of times during the early morning hours um, a thick sea fog will roll in, and you just can't see anything. So. Yeah. So. Really sad that that happened. Really sad. There's really nothing good. There's like nothing good about no. it. Um, just one of those things, you know. Happens. Very unreal. Yeah, it's just you know. I yeah. mean, you gotta just. But keep... that guy's a legend, you know. Absolutely. There's no, there's no question about it. There's no question about it. He's a legend forever. Absolutely no. He's. He won't be. He won't be forgotten. So speaking about tragedies. Do you want to tell me about the the disease that's destroying humanity? Uh, the disease that's destroying that's, humanity, the coronavirus. The disease that it's so powerful and so so potent that that literally every news outlet on the face of the planet has to write ten thousand words a day just to keep it from killing all of us. You know, yeah. the BBC has to write like thirty articles on it every single. I'd say twelve hours, just just to keep it at bay. Because if we if we can if we don't constantly talk about this, it's going to come into our homes. Virus, it's going to kill our children. Yeah, it's going to sneak up on us. So we got to we got to keep keep talking about it. Yeah. Uh, so yes, there is. If you don't know, there is a virus that broke out in. Well, is it the Wuhan region? I'm trying, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Wuhan, the region of China. I've heard it pronounced like Wuhan, or Wuhan, or Wuhan, Wuhan, Wuhan. Wuhan. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, or it's a Careful city. Careful there, cowboy. It's a city. <laughs> it's a city. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so basically, they're thinking that the virus was transmitted from animals to people at a market there in uh, the city of Wuhan uh, and it's yeah it's infected a lot of people Let's see yeah what can we see about well it's so I don't know so we're recording this on uh, on a couple of days after this story kind of broke but maybe like a week since it I'd became say a probably big about thing. a week since it really been about a week came out big. but when this 
when this came out, and the reason why we're going over it is because it's been like, okay, it's honestly, it's kind of a parallel because you have a infectious disease that's spreading from like person to person. I don't know if it's really spreading that much. It doesn't really seem like it's that prevalent because I've only heard of like two or three cases here and there. But at the same time, you also have like the people talking about it and like stories about it and like plethora of like really crappy news articles about yeah. it. That's spreading like wildfire. That's spreading at a rate that's just exponential. Like so, there was a like an Ebola crisis a while ago, and I'm not sure. Like the the thing with Ebola, I think was like if you got sick from it, you would die. Yeah, you know pretty fast so but also it doesn't spread very much because you know you could tell where it was breaking out and then you could treat it unlike something like you know virus like aids where you don't know until like some time passes so um i don't know it's just like this this virus is like it's whenever i if anytime i look at the news it's just coronavirus 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 impeachment coronavirus coronavirus and it that's like the going through these stream of articles and I just don't understand like something that there's like two or three cases in our entire country right now and um, the, we're, we're freaking out like in proportions that don't even make sense over this thing and in China it's a huge deal and I get that Absolutely. but at the same time like if there's only like one case here and there in the US like why are why is this warrant this much just firepower from like it's literally past Donald Trump as like the thing that the press cares about. And yeah. I don't understand. I think it's just, I, I don't really know, man. I mean, I think it's like the same thing happened. I think it's anytime there's a big, you know, viral outbreak like this, people, people tend to panic. I mean, I understand that there is a, there's certainly a history of large viral outbreaks spreading, you know, just causing widespread devastation. I mean, you look back at the black plague you know, the, was it the Spanish flu, things like that. Like a lot of people died from those. So I understand that there's like some history there that people maybe are a little bit wary about. But I think that, you know, with yeah. modern medicine, we advanced to a point where, you know, we, when something like this happens, we're able to contain it pretty well. It's like, yeah, you were talking about Ebola. Um, I mean, that was like a huge thing. Everyone's freaking out like, oh, we're going to, everyone's going to die from Ebola. But there was, yeah, there was a couple cases, I think, abroad outside of kind of the original area where it originally broke out. And then it just kind of went away. And it was just, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, I don't know why people freak out like this on, on things like this. Let me, let me read this. So this is from Bloomberg. This is actually like a recent article and the author is Michelle Cortez and Robert Langreth. So I just want to say this because this is such a good opening line from them. Um, Ebola kills half of the people who get it. Uh, SARS, it's China's some other outbreak in China, it, it killed about 10% of the people who got it. And then they said this coronavirus that we keep talking about from Wuhan, uh, it's less fatal. Only about 2% of the cases have died. So then they, then they go on to say 
This is why we should be really scared and write millions and millions and millions of articles on it because 2% of the people die, so it's more dangerous because we can't detect it and most people who get it just get a cold. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the uh, the coronavirus is I was just looking on the University of Chicago Medicine uh, website and they were saying that basically the coronavirus is a group of viruses that include the common cold um, and stuff. <laughs> the Wuhan cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But obviously there are... The Wuhan cough. There are, you know, like um, more severe cases um, that are clearly happening, yes. But, I mean, yeah, I think that based on... And we don't I mean... It says so far more than 100 people have died from it. Which is a lot, and you know it's um, and it's a shame that those people died. But compared to the numbers that at least allegedly are infected right now, that's a very small fatality rate. Yeah, we're talking about like I don't know seven billion people, and then we're saying that the confirmed cases, according to Bloomberg, confirmed cases is like six thousand people. Yeah, so that's and then. In that 6,000%, only 2% actually had fatality. So that's like 120 people out of yeah. incredible, incredible numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, not to downplay it, but at the same time, not trying to upplay it either. No. And that's what is so frustrating is all this, like, attention and media, like, insanity around this thing. And at the same time, it, they call it coronavirus when really this is like a, a form – this is like a relative of the common cold, apparently, as you said. Yeah. And then we're like, we're acting like this is like Armageddon. And it's so effed up, in my opinion, that people want to like irresponsibly inflate this thing into the proportions that they do. And at the same time, like the death rate is really low. And then so most people who get it probably are just going to recover anyways. And then we're trying to contain it too. So it's, it just seems like such a ridiculous way to, treat things like so ridiculous yeah it's the media is just really really blown out of proportion giving it just a lot of attention that it just doesn't make sense it's it it's they're just it's it's a lot of fear-mongering for what i don't know it's like it's like ebola was such a good you know they act like ebola was like this big story and you know, really got to milk it. And that's the first thing I thought of when I saw like 30 articles on coronavirus. And I was like, yep. oh, so they, they know that they made tons of impressions and clicks and all this social media presence and stuff off of, you know, people dying in faraway countries that none of them had ever been to uh, because of Ebola. And then, then they hear about Wuhan virus and they're like, Jumped oh, right some on that opportunity. strange... Oh, some exotic international virus we can write millions of words about and get all these clicks and stuff because no one else is paying attention to impeachment? Okay. You know? It's like they nothing else is working, so let's just talk about this all the time. Yeah. And people have this disgusting fetish with, like, trying to be so into these things. So, so this is when I get into, like, Netflix. I was watching this Netflix documentary called... Um, you know, I'm not even going to dignify it by naming <laughs> it because it's shitty. Because... Okay... We're going on a rant. I'm taking you along for this rant. I'm ready. Netflix documentaries, they suck. All right. They they were good like five years ago, and now 
they're all just really shitty a bunch of stock footage that doesn't even have anything to fuck to do with what they're actually talking about and then a bunch of like really annoying belabored and almost seems like they're running off of a script kind of presenters who are supposed to be like the just the just the actors in the story you know what i mean like you're supposed to just follow people and have real conversations with them and stuff and like like experts and subject matter experts and stuff but at the same time, like, you're watching these documentaries and it's just, like, people who – basically, like, activists who are just, like, saying a bunch of bullshit that sounds good. And then, like, at the same time, it's just spliced with a bunch of shitty, awful fucking, um, like, stock footage. And that made me super angry because I was watching Pandemic and they have all this really shitty, fucked up footage that's just, like, aerials of different countries while they talk about, like, the flu. <laughs> and they're just showing you, like, just different a people – <laughs> Here's someone in, like, a developing world. And just look at this place where they, you know, and they're just showing you, like, just, like, regular-ass people in these places and talking about all these things. And I was like, honestly, what the fuck? Because I don't think that that's what's causing... <laughs> no. I mean, I get that, that a lot of viruses come from places that don't have good health care or something like that. Okay, sure, I'll buy that. But then, like, they're just showing you, like, like regular streets and, like, just people living there and stuff. It's like none of this footage means anything. It's so worthless. It's so like garbage. Like we needed to just fill up this documentary with eye porn that people will just watch brainlessly because they're too yeah. fucking stupid to not watch Netflix. And, and so I'm sitting on my couch watching this bullshit, and I was like, okay, I watched about like 20 minutes of it, and I was like, this is this is garbage. It's fucking terrible documentary. And, and the funny thing is, as soon as this Wuhan virus gets all this press attention, number one trending thing on Netflix and is. Like- documentary yeah pandemic which is shitty documentary and yeah i hate it i mean there's there's a few interesting things in it but then it's i mean okay let me here let's make it we did a billy Eilish song let's make a documentary now so um so so step one is just have some obscure sort of speech from someone that's hard to understand what they're talking about step two is um, you're going to have, like, following someone through their day-to-day life. You're going to do that at least at least four to five times. It'll show someone, like, brushing their teeth and, like, riding on the bus or something like that they, that they probably don't do because they have a I Prius. I can see it in my – I can see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, of course, because you've seen an Netflix yeah. documentary before. And, and so they're in their day-to-day life, and then you're going to have, like, probably some, some – uh, graphics they like to do these things where they do like kind of low budget uh graphics of like oh you're seeing like what i mean is like you know like diagram or like visualization of like flu spreading or something like that but it's really cheaply done and it just looks it's just just a map with like a red blotch spreading out and it's like okay what does that mean (laughs) it's just like a bunch of red lines and stuff like that and it just like it just shows you like a bunch of like stick figure people and then so some percentage on top of that, and then like some of them are colored red or something, you know, like it's sort of painting a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then there's a uh, and then there's just like a bunch of just cut together footage. That's most of it is just like really cheap, you know, dollar per minute drone footage of just like flying over a bridge in a, another country, and then like just a close up of a kid who's in another country who's just doing and then, something like, a couple of shots then, of like micro of like something under a microscope or something yeah it's something under a microscope like, cars going by microscopic virus holy wow. shit dude we're okay i we're making a netflix document <laughs> unironically 
our next project is going to be making a Netflix documentary and trying to sell it to Netflix. And it's just going to be, we're, we'll watch a whole bunch of Netflix documentaries and we'll literally just make a documentary about, about, about nothing. nothing. Okay? It doesn't have to be about <laughs> anything. It doesn't matter. I yeah. feel like that's the thing, though, is that Netflix has kind of realized that they don't have to make anything about anything. You know, they're, they're just a lot of people that watch Netflix you know, uh, this is something that my, uh, my producer does a lot where my producer will be doing whatever, just living her day, doing her things, whatever. And she'll just always have her iPad next to her, just playing Netflix just all the time, you know, just playing Netflix. It's just there. It's just in the background, just kind of something playing, you know, and I think Netflix has kind of realized that they're just, that's what they are now. You know, they're just. Yeah. They're just there in the background, you know. They're just No one's actually watching, they're just playing. Exactly. No one no one cares to watch. That's why they actually not too long ago they introduced a um they were talking about um implementing a feature of um play of increasing the black, back uh, playback speed. So if you want to, you can play it back at like 1.5 or like 1.7 times speed and stuff. People, <laughs> that's so stupid people were, well the thing is that people were really upset about it because they're like I don't know a bunch of actors were like oh they're like messing with art and stuff and whatever and I'm like okay whatever but then like um, I was uh, I was actually um, I was listening to um, another podcast from uh, Linus Tech Tips they were talking about it and they were talking about and he and he brought up the same thing where his his wife does the same thing where she'll just be like doing whatever and she'll just have it there playing and she specifically said that she would play it back faster or whatever just have it go faster because yeah. like and I think my producer I think I talked to her she, she said the same thing because she's like oh well if I'm gonna watch like the newest if the new season is coming out of something I might want to recap the show but I've already seen it so I'm not really gonna watch it but I'm just gonna have it playing at like 1.75 speed so I get through it faster, but then I, I get the important parts, and it, it just recaps the important stuff. And yeah, so I think I think it just really shows that, like I said, Netflix has kind of realized where they're at. They're not they're not the main focus. They're just kind of there playing in the background. They're just in the room, yeah. That's all they are. So like on the one hand, I'm like, so watching like two seasons of Arrested Development at one point five speed. Just so you can like recap or something, that that kind of makes me mad. But at the same time, like I realize I'm the same way. But I don't use Netflix. I probably use like uh, some bullshit like YouTube or some podcast or something. Yeah, I would probably just play that in the background like all the time. That would be like my thing. That's that's kind of what something I do. Like that. Is I'll watch just some kind of track, audiobook, whatever. Yeah, I do the same thing. I'll play. I'll I'll usually I'll use YouTube, and I'll just play a video or like yeah i'll just do a podcast or something and i'll just have it going if i'm like cooking or something i kind of like to have it there yeah exactly it's a lot of what i do just have something playing while i'm at the gym i'll listen to the podcast if you're doing homework or something i don't know if you do that but i i used to always have to like just play something in the background i probably watched like whole seasons of shows on like uh, hulu and netflix and hbo just because i was doing homework in college I don't know why. I just had it playing. Yeah. What does that say about people, man? Like, what does that mean? People just, uh... 
I don't know, man. I think, well, I think some of it is like some people do it because they don't want to, I mean, I know for me, like if I'm doing some kind of like simple task, like cooking, I have to have like something else kind of playing in the background. Like that's why I like to listen to like podcasts and stuff. So I can kind of like, I don't know, have my brain doing something. Otherwise I'll get bored cooking yeah. kind of, you know, cause I'll just, I need something to stimulate me like mentally. But I think too, you know, some people even will just kind of play it sort of just, I think some people also do it just, you know, to have almost, almost kind of treated as some kind of like company. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, for some people it is like company. And at the same time though, like it's this idea of, the infinite scroll, yeah, which is something I've been hearing a lot about. They, you know, you don't like, you don't go on Facebook and you get to the end of the page and you go to the next page. Even Google search results, there's no page two a lot of the time. Like on your phone, you just scroll to the bottom and then it's like just more results. Yeah. Um, but I guess more dramatic uh, examples, Instagram, you just scroll down and it'll just load content faster than you can get to the bottom. And that's how all these apps are engineered now, just to keep feeding content into the user experience without any sort of cue to tell you, oh, I've reached the end of this content. And they, they just keep pushing the content out, and then people will just keep consuming it if they can. And there's no, like, I guess there was an expert who was talking about this on a podcast I was listening to because I was doing the same thing. I was just listening to podcasts for like 10 hours while I was yeah. cooking. Um, and someone was saying that, you know, when you're in a casino, they don't have clocks, so you can't tell what time it is, so you don't leave. Uh, they don't have windows, so you can't see when it gets dark, yeah. so you don't realize you should go home. And they say it's that, just, that it's always the same new. time in the casinos, and you yeah. could literally, it could literally exactly. be one in the afternoon or one in the morning. You would have no idea. I've never been able to like just be like, oh yeah, it's this time in a casino. I have no clue. Well, they're saying that so Netflix, that's and Instagram, it's the same thing. That they're, they're just giving you. Um, that casino treatment where you finish a video on Netflix and 10 seconds later, the next one starts. You finish the whole series, 10 seconds later, they just start playing some other series. You, you yeah. scroll onto something on Netflix now, and if you have a newer version of the app or whatever, it'll just start playing whatever content you're even like hovering oh, over. Oh, yeah. For, it just plays it. Just it. Like, it just gets you in there. It doesn't care. Yeah, and then you just click on it, you're watching it, next one. They, it's so and yeah, strange. It'll just, and that's the other thing, too. Like you said, it'll literally, once you finish one thing it'll just it'll not only start playing the next episode of the series it'll play like a whole new series if you finish this series it'll play a whole new series if you watch a movie it'll just start playing yeah. a whole new thing you don't even have to do anything it'll just start doing it so i think about this constantly like what is this doing you know like what's it really gonna be like when kids who are born recently grow up and then this is people who like grew up with instagram and youtube and netflix and I just can't stop thinking, like, what happens, you know, we, we're just constantly eating up this content, and it just, I guess in some ways it's it makes you feel like you're not alone, I guess, that's part of the thing where you listen to stuff, but then even Instagram, where you're just scrolling, and like, it's not like there's no audio, there's no video or whatever, you're just scrolling through looking at pictures and stuff, it's just so strange. I don't know, I kind of wonder, like... I never really kind of thought about that so much. I guess I never really applied that because I kind of knew, you know, how that was in, uh, you know, I mean, it's, I feel like it's, it's more obvious with, you know, the Facebook thing or the Instagram thing, like, you know, like you said, where it just, it just keeps feeding you content, but I didn't even really think about applying that 
same thought process to Netflix and YouTube. I just kind of automatically did it. I know with YouTube, I just kind of automatically did it. I'll just kind of let I feel it like keep it, playing. I, I feel like it's the same thing now. Like I'm starting to realize it's it's like it's all this infinite scroll thing where they can just keep making content, and for some reason we just keep like. Uh, it's so strange. It's really strange. There's really nothing even... I don't know. I don't even know how to even wrap my brain around it. You think about, like, during, like, World War II, people just listen to radio and stuff and, like, read newspapers, like, real newspapers. Yeah. And now we're just, like, we're just in that all the time. We're just inside of this thing. a constant flow of information, just nonstop. It's, it's just, just, just going... Just it's it's almost like it's generated too. These shows on Netflix that are like bad, and they're, they're just like concepts that are terrible that would never survive in like a competitive like TV yeah. broadcasting world. They don't need to. And there's no, yeah, they just put them. Just keep making episodes. Just people, keep getting mediocre actors. Yeah, and, and people will need something to watch at some point, and they'll watch that. And if they're not really yeah, paying exactly. attention to it, then why bother to make it good if it's just going to be playing in the background? It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be yeah, good enough. It just has to be a simple concept. Like like when we were making fun of Medical Police a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> so, hey, just to retract... Just to retract on that, Medical Police is actually a gag show oh really it's i found out yeah so the whole concept is that it's making fun of like um medical shows and And police police shows shows kind of yeah so i kind of took the bait on that one i I took the bait bait harder than you did (laughs) (laughs) you called it a wine mom show (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know man well if you had a if you had a kid, um, I don't know if it's your kid or someone else's kid, but there's just a kid now, there's just, there's and you're responsible for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's my hypothetical, man. So, but but you're the you're the guy, and um, so the kid's uh, twelve. Would do you give the kid a phone, like a smartphone, or a YouTube account, or like what do you do? I mean, I think do we control these things? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because I think my my parents were very, like, slow to give me anything. I mean, I didn't have a phone until I was, I don't know, like, uh, I think in, like, 10th grade or something. Um, my dad begrudgingly allowed me to make an email, a Gmail account. Uh, oh, that's for true. School. I forgot. You didn't have a... Yeah. You didn't have a Gmail account when you were... Yeah. I had one first. And there were multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> there were multiple reasons, you know, why. I mean, they were, he was worried about the dangers of the internet and I don't know, you know, he was just like, oh, you don't know who's out there and stuff and whatever. Um, but, you know, also too, I think that maybe it was partially, you know, a little bit out of, you know, that fear of what, you know, the society is becoming with this constant just a flow of information constantly being connected everywhere and everything, you know, but I think that it it really only delayed the inevitable for me because in the end I got a phone and I got, you know, I got the, you know, dreaded email account, you know, (laughs) I was able to email people and stuff. And so I think that the, but it's different now too, because yeah. now like, 
I've seen kids that are like in probably, I don't know, middle school or less with like, you know, iPhone 10s or whatever. And like, and I'm confused by this because first of all, their phone's nicer than mine. Second of all, (laughs) they don't even know algebra. So I'm so confused by this. Like this, we've reached this like convergence of like knowledge of algebra and having smartphone and now smartphone is starting to be it's coming before people know algebra and i'm so confused that's gonna be what i'm gonna say if my kid asks me for a phone i'm gonna write like an algebra question (laughs) (laughs) i'll say what you can solve for y and x you can have um like a flip phone or something i don't know you can have the new razor that's coming out. You can have a razor, yeah. But I, I don't know. I like. I'm not. I don't even mean to make this like a parenting question. I just mean to make it like a. Well, where? I don't know. What happens to people when they do this? Is it okay? Well, what happens at the same time? I. Well, yeah. It's like what happens to people when they're so immersed in, you know, technology that it's just literally one with them all the time from birth. If you didn't watch Netflix, YouTube, uh, podcasts, or anything, any sort of like that long form content or any sort of infinite, you know, quantity sort of content or anything like that, if you just didn't do it for a week, do you think you would feel different at all? I don't think so. If you were cooking and you just had to like cook, you know? No, I don't think I would really. You can listen to music though. You. No. I don't think I would really feel that much different, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I think that, you know, there's, I think that there's definitely, there's definitely, like, I'm not saying that there's no, that there's no, no, like, good benefits to them, to, to those things sometimes, but I don't That's know that true. I would necessarily I think- feel worse or better. Maybe, I mean, there are times that, and I think maybe, too, I, I'm... I may be maybe less connected than some other people as well, but I don't, I don't necessarily ever have an issue with putting down my phone. I mean, my phone dies every day because I never charge it. So most of the time I'm walking around with a dead phone. So That just describes your personality. Yeah. So it's like I'm not... Just a guy with a dead phone. a guy phone. with a dead phone. And no Gmail no account. Gmail account. But like so I guess for me I'm I'm a little bit less connected than most people are I think anyway. So I don't necessarily feel like I've lost some kind of connection to anything because I think some people worry that they're going to be so disconnected they're not going to without, you know, their phone or their whatever and stuff. I don't ever feel that way. I'm very much able to just put all of that down and just do whatever it is that I'm doing in my life go about my daily life without it and I'm okay but I also think you know like there are some things that have certainly uh changed me for the better about it I mean because like there's like say like I mean I watch like a lot of like informational like stuff on YouTube like just information yeah like just you know I mean and I think it's just and it's things that have gotten me interested in topics that I didn't necessarily know I was all that interested in before you know, and kind of, so, I mean, there's, there's certainly things that, 
I think are positive about it. But what's an example? What's one of these things? Uh, an example <laughs> is, uh, well, a great example is actually math. Um, I mean, I was always, oh, that's I was true. always pretty good at math, but I never really had any kind of like, and I guess I kind of was like, oh, this is kind of cool, I guess, and stuff, but I never really had a lot of like interest in math for math. More was just kind of something where I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I was good at it when I was a kid. So I was like, well, you know, like it, it feels good to be good at it, you know? Um, but I actually like, I actually watch this channel a lot on YouTube and it's called number file. And it's literally just a bunch of like mathematicians talking about like from like a university in England. I forget which, what is as is exactly, but they just talk about, uh, mathematical concepts and just unique things about it and some of it has actually really kind of encouraged me to like kind of look at like sort of the deep, more deeply you know like look at all the even just the most basic concepts of math and so it's gotten me a lot more interested in math itself and that's some one of the things that actually really encouraged me to go back to school because I actually wasn't sure if I was going to go back to school for sure not oh. when I was in the military because I was kind of like, well, I haven't been in school for a long time. I don't know. Like, right. I was like, hey, I probably won't even be good at anything, you know. But I was actually like, but watching this and kind of like just getting back into it, getting my mind working on it, I was like, you know, I'm actually really excited to go back and learn more about this. So it gave me a new perspective, kind of. And, uh, and I think that, yeah, maybe I wouldn't be here if I hadn't watched all those videos about these, yeah. you know, so, so I think that there's definitely, like I said, there's, there's good things about it. That's true. I think that there is a lot of stuff people learn. That's a great example too with math. Uh, there's probably podcasts too, where you could learn like random yeah. stuff. That's You're trying to learn. It's a lot of, it's <laughs> not the podcast to learn from. <laughs> no, you came to the wrong place. All we do is complain about successful music musicians and, um, and uh, make light of serious diseases. So <laughs> that's really all we do. That's us. Mock good art. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I just think, um, like, yeah, if I'm if I'm doing, like, a long task, like cooking or something, and I don't like doing it very much, and I just listen to, like, a podcast, it's kind of cool that we have that option. You can just, I think it's great. You know? You, you can just process stuff while you're... You can be running on a treadmill... And just knee deep in some like really complicated topic yeah. in like a uh, audio book or something. That's crazy that you can do that and your body can just do everything that you need to be doing. Or somewhere in the back of your mind, you're able to like chop up an onion, and you could be totally far away somewhere like having some experience or watching Netflix. I used to watch The Sopranos whenever I would cook, um, which is kind of a weird show <laughs> to watch when you're cooking because <laughs> of all the sort of graphic violence in the early seasons, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Though. I mean, the the other hand, though, like there's there's a lot I think to be said about like like I don't want to get into like Eastern philosophy because I'm not smart. But there's stuff like Zen and people talk about like being aware and just mindfulness mm -hmm. and only being able to do the thing that you're doing without thinking about other stuff, which I think is impossible probably for most kids these days. It, you there's no way. You can do these things. Like I, I sometimes can't even eat like a meal without having my phone next yeah. to me. Um, I just have to have it there and then just be doing something on it. 
it's so weird. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, I really think that the future is going to be such a, like, mindfulness, I think, is going to be, like, a big movement. It's going to be, like, the counterculture, I feel like. It's going to have to be just, like, mindfulness versus just this sort of endless consumption, which can train people a lot of things, make people really smart, yeah. like, have all these crazy experiences and stories. But then there's also this other aspect of, like, separating yourself from all of your thoughts and like the noise and just having some brain silence yeah maybe that should be like if i if i was going to invest in stuff i would look for those sorts of uh i look for those sorts of companies yeah things like headspace or uh i don't know stuff like that i think is super interesting i think that's going to become like a natural resource almost (laughs) no i can i can see that And I think it is important to have that time. That's why there are times when I will just kind of, you know, put it away or something. You know, I'll just be like, all right, you know, I'm just going to do whatever. Sometimes even like I'll just, when I'm like working on my car or something, a lot of times I'll have like, sometimes I'll have like podcasts or something, but sometimes I'll just be like, you know, I'm just going to, just going to work on my car and just, that'll be it. I don't have anything going. Yeah. And it can be, it can be nice sometimes to just. To just do that, you know, and just focus entirely on that. And I think that it, it is nice because it gives you, it gives you kind of a break. You, you come back, you come out of it feeling really refreshed, you know. Yeah, you're ready to watch three seasons of Friends on 1.5x exactly. speed. You're like, let's go, baby. Let's get the wine out. Let's just get drunk. Let's watch Friends for like five hours, but in the space of two and a half hours. And let's go for another three. Let's go. Let's find out what happens to Joey and Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super stoked about that. About that one point seven five speed. Seeing what happens, uh, in friends. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could do it on YouTube, but my, my guilty pleasure now is podcasts, which is kind of ironic because I didn't listen to podcasts very much until we started trying to do a podcast, yeah. and now I'm like I'm like listening to true crime <laughs> podcasts for like just hours on hours on hours and then i turn it off like when it's like three hours later and okay in the space of that three hours i've like taken out the trash i've like cleaned the floor i've cooked food i've put some food away i packed lunch for the next day i did all this stuff i took a shower somehow but i've listened to like true crime and like grisly murders (laughs) and torture and violence to children and all these horrible things at the same time i'm like i'm like you know, wiping my floors with like pine salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's this, this is why I think about this stuff. Cause I think that's what I did yesterday. Literally yesterday I was like wiping down the, the hardwood floors and then listening to like some, you know, disabled kid who got grizzly murdered somehow. And I was like, this is in a way, this is pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just going about your daily life, just listening to just horrible things. Just unimaginably horrible, unspeakable, wild, crazy things. And you're like, this is just so strange that I can listen to hours, probably over like a thousand hours of this sort of stuff um, in that one podcast. And then at the same time, like, I don't know, our brains can just do stuff while we're processing all this really deep information. It's so strange. Yeah, and I think... I don't know how to put words into it. Yeah. No, I, I think it's great, though. I mean, I think it's great that we can we can do that. And I think that it, you know, 
I think it creates a lot of opportunity for us to be able to, you know, build our, grow our minds and everything while we're still taking care of, of everything. But I do think it's good to kind of take a break from it every once in a while. Yeah. Like I said, just cause it's like, cause it's almost, it's, you know, it's just a lot coming at your brain all the time. And it just, you just need to give it a minute to just kind of like relax and like refresh and then, and then you go back into it. Well, I, I think in that note, then um, people should, you know, not listen to the show for a couple of months because you need to refresh. You need to take a break. <laughs> we're gonna, we're just gonna. <laughs> just kidding. Listen to every single show. Go back, listen to the early episodes on two X speed. Make sure you get all the highlights. <laughs> catch up before each new episode comes out. Go ahead and re-listen to the whole. <laughs> series the whole catalog baby two times speed and on that note tune in next week (laughs) (laughs) god damn it and on that note everybody maybe you can uh... tune in next week (laughs) let me finish let let me finish